Blog Talk Radio. listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I am Minister Vanessa Williams, and I am super excited that you are able to join us one more time on When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Uh, our topic tonight is hope for the hopeless, and the scripture will come out of Psalms, the 42nd chapter, 42nd chapter of Psalms. We just want to welcome everyone. Um, when David talks about um, hope, um, he repeats this scripture that I'm going to share. He repeats it three times in Psalms 42 and 43. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his consciousness. Again, we're so delighted and blessed you decided to join us. And I really counted an honor and a privilege to be part of a wonderful network when Christians Speak Talk Radio. Our founder, Reverend Ray Rose, started this ministry years and years ago. You know, we expect people's lives to be changed in such a way that you would go out and help someone else make a difference in someone else's life. The title of this broadcast, His Abounding Grace, was taken from Romans, the fifth chapter and the 25th chapter and the 21st which reads, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. We're going to pray in a little bit. But when we talk about hope for the hopeless, we know there's so much stuff going on today. You may be experiencing so much trauma in your life right now. Things around you might seem destructive. Your situation or troubles may seem too much for you to bear. Perhaps your body is wrapped with pain and suffering. Perhaps your mind is so overwhelmed with the cares of this world. And you feel sometimes that all hope is gone. Well, this message is for you. Uh, we have a special guest this evening. I'm going to introduce her in a little bit. But I want us to go ahead and pray, and then we'll, we'll continue with the, um, the message. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. As we inhale and able to exhale, we know we're only able to do that because of your grace and your mercy, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for all the listeners tonight, Lord, that this message would encourage someone, would inspire someone, would strengthen someone to keep on keeping on, Father. Lord, we ask right now that um, they would have attentive ears and hearts to hear all that will be shared tonight, Lord God, and that they would go out and encourage someone else. You said in your word, God, that your word, when your word goes forth, it will not return unto you void, that it will go out and accomplish 
that which you have purposed for it to accomplish. So we thank you for your word, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for all who are listening, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because you've given us um, tools to do whatever we need to do, Lord God, to just keep on, keep it on, Father. We thank you, Lord God. Lord, if there's anyone that's going through things right now, we ask you, Lord God, to allow them to just put things aside for a minute and that this message will encourage them, Lord God, will give them hope for tomorrow. We give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Well, as I've always often said, our prayers that this broadcast will indeed strengthen your relationship with God. And if you do not have a personal relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ, our prayer is that this message will convict you and touch your heart to want to know Jesus for yourself. Again, we're so thrilled to have a special guest with us tonight. I'll introduce her in a little bit, but Ms. Linda Harris has a story that must be told over and over again. It's a story of encouragement. It's a story of miracles. It's a story of holding on to God's unchanging hand. It's a story of hope. It is our desire that her story will encourage and inspire you to keep on keeping on. It is our earnest desire, especially during those times when you might feel hopeless, it is our desire that her story will remind you that there is hope for the hopeless. For Hebrews 11, 1 states, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you sometimes feel like you are at the end of your rope, put your feelings aside and let faith do the walking. Just tie a knot to that rope and hold on. And then always remember that you can encourage others by things that will be shared with you tonight. Let me tell you a little bit about our speaker, Mrs. Linda Harris. Linda retired from the federal government as a human resource specialist in January 2016. Her area of specialization was compensation and retirement benefits. She also spent 20 years as an independent human resources consultant providing retirement planning seminars for federal employees across the nation. Linda has a Bachelor's of Arts in Business Management and a Master's of Science in Executive Management. She joined Covenant Baptist Church in Washington, D.C. in March of 1977 and was baptized by the late Reverend H. Wesley Wiley. She has been a faithful and active member serving in a number of ministries to include youth ministry, Christian education, Sunday school teacher, Saturday Academy, scholarship ministry, and Christ Africa Theological Institute. But get this, get this. this her greatest joy is worshiping the Lord on Sunday mornings. Her greatest joy is worshiping the Lord on Sunday mornings. Her favorite scripture, 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Linda enjoys traveling, especially through the Caribbean islands. She enjoys reading, music, and she captures her thoughts and feelings about life and people through poetic expressions. Her vision for this new phase of her life is to continue to develop a closer relationship with God, publish her book of poetry, Psalms in the Key of Poetry, 
create music for some of her poems, learn to play the piano, and spend quality time with her grandchildren. Linda's motto is, don't take life too serious. Laugh every day, even if you have to laugh at yourself. Linda will be married to her husband, William, for 50 years come next May. And combined, they now have one son, one daughter, and four grandchildren. Her sons, Leon and Anthony, preceded her in death in September 09 and August 2019. I could go on and on and on talking about my sister, my friend, Linda. Our families connected with each other years ago when my daughter met her son. And so I know her personally. I know her story personally. I know that she is a God-fearing woman of God. And I'm so excited to introduce her to some and to present her to others, no other than Ms. Linda Harris. God bless you, Linda. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste. Of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, oh, this is my song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. I want to begin by thanking Minister Vanessa Williams, my friend, my sister, my prayer warrior, for allowing me to share my story. And I hope and pray someone will be blessed uh, at the end of my story. I want to begin by saying that I am the only person that I know and maybe the only person that maybe you know that's been diagnosed with three different cancers within a 12-month period. So let me start at the beginning. In May of 2021, I went to my primary care doctor for my routine checkup. And my primary care doctor noticed uh, there was, in her opinion, some swelling around my neck. And I said, I haven't been in pain, I don't feel sick. And she said, I want to follow up anyway. So she sent me to an endocrinologist. The endocrinologist ran additional tests. And much to my surprise, the endocrinologist called me and said, I need you to my office. We need to talk. And the endocrinologist informed me at that time that I was diagnosed or was being diagnosed with papillary thyroid cancer. Now, needless to say, yes, even as a, I consider myself a strong Christian, I was somewhat in shock. And looking at me, my endocrinologist said, well, you have the good cancer. I said, the good cancer? I didn't know there was a good cancer. And he said, Papillary thyroid cancer is 99.9% curable. I didn't really know and focus at that time that the grace of God in the midst of this, because I was about to delay my 
trip for my primary care uh, checkup uh, from May until November. I said, I'll just do it in November. But I decided that I needed to go ahead in May and, and have my checkup. So you can see, and I'll say more about God's grace, that God's grace was in the midst of everything. He was in the midst of keeping me on track with my appointment, and he was in the midst of me having papillary thyroid cancer. I didn't know there were different types of thyroid cancer, and some, of course, are worse than others. Well, due to the size of the nodule on my thyroid, my entire thyroid had to be removed, and I also had to follow up and receive a significant treatment of radioactive iodine. I had never heard of anyone being treated with radioactive iodine. It is highly um, contagious, can spread, but nevertheless, this is what the doctor highly recommended. So I went um, to the hospital and was placed in a padded, isolated room and infused with radioactive iodine and actually sent home and told that I must isolate family and friends. And so I took to a guest room, and yes, I isolated for had to isolate for one week. Uh, and that meant really being in isolation um, with um, uh, my food and all had to be uh, brought to me. And I used plasticware and paperware and all because everything had to be destroyed. I was required to take four showers a day. I was required to wash my hair three times a day. It was quite a task and quite a challenge uh, given the instructions uh, that they had given me to rid my body of the radioactive iodine after, I guess, it, it performed whatever it needed to perform to ensure that all of the cancer that was around my thyroid had been arrested. I am now required for the rest of my life to take hormone medication to replace the type of hormone that our thyroid provides us. I knew nothing about what the thyroid provided or uh, that it provided any type of hormone. So all of this was news to me, but it was not news to God, and that's why God had placed his grace upon me. And I'll say more about that as I continue. Well, just when I thought, okay, God, thank you. I've made it through this. Uh, thank you, for God, for being all around me. Little did I know it wasn't over. Because in January of 2022, again, I went on a follow-up visit to my primary care uh, doctor, and my lab work came back with uh, a bit of a surprise. My primary care doctor called me and said, uh, I need to send you to a urologist. And I went to the recommended urologist, and the urologist did some additional testing, and he said to me, uh, Ms. Harris, you have bladder cancer. Needless to say, again, I was kind of um, in shock. Of I just finished, and I wasn't quite finished getting used to my medication that I had to take for my thyroid, and now I'm being told I had bladder cancer. Well, at this point, I thought I was going to lose my bladder. My urologist said, let's just wait and let's see what happens after the surgical procedure. 
and he performed a surgical procedure known as T-U-R-B-T, transurethral bladder uh, transition. Again, thanks to the grace of God, I did not lose my bladder. The first thing I inquired when I came out of surgery to my urologist, do I still have my bladder? And he said, yes, you do, Ms. Harris. And I said, praise God. I am now monitored very, very closely every three months by my urologist, even in 2023. That happened in 2022, but he said he will probably have to uh, monitor me probably for the rest of my life. And this past September, of course, he found that he had to administer the procedure once again on my bladder. Um, And praise be to God, once again, for God's grace, uh, it was on a smaller scale, and things came out okay. The cancer that I had always prepared myself uh, for was actually breast cancer, because breast cancer was so prevalent in my family. My grandmother in 1966, when I was only 15 years old, she died of breast cancer at age 62. In the uh, late 70s, my favorite aunt was 46 years old who died of breast cancer. And in November of 1996, my sister at age 47 died of breast cancer. And my youngest sister, who is a cancer survivor as well, uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer three days after the passing of my mother. So I'm thinking to myself, this is the cancer that I'm probably going to uh, get hit with, but little did I know, uh, God had given me much grace because at age 71, um, when I went for my mammogram, uh, I was diagnosed, yes, with breast cancer, but guess what? Grace of God, it was stage one. And my HER2 was negative, and my receptors were good. Now, you probably say, what in the world is a HER2 and receptors? I had to learn about that myself. I I mentioned to Minister Van that I have a good friend who had her first uh, chemo treatment today. Even though she is a stage one, her HER2 is positive, and her receptors are not good. So it's also good to really understand and and really know um, about your medical condition. Ask the questions. Also engage other people who have gone through this. Oftentimes we're very ashamed sometimes when we're told that we have cancer. Um, We want to keep it to ourselves. We want to hope it goes away and nobody will discover. But it is really good to share information, especially information that can help you get through uh, this battle, along with the grace of God. Now, even though I was stage one with HER2 negative and good receptors, uh, that meant I did not have to have chemotherapy, but I was also told that I still had to have surgery and I had to take 22 rounds of radiation. But God was still on the battlefield with me. My friends and family have asked me time and time again, how do you remain so upbeat? They know I love to laugh. I love to joke. But one of the things I knew I had to do, you have to pray. And you have to pray without ceasing when you are going through a great challenge, especially a great challenge of your health. 
You have to pray and you have to have faith that everything is in the hands of God. All power is in God's hands. God has all the power. So you have to pray without ceasing. Now, yes, will you falter? Yes, you may falter from your faith because God knows that we're operating in the flesh and as much as we try, even those of us who consider ourselves strong Christians, sometimes we feel a little weak. Scripture tells us in Ephesians 2, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works. What does that really mean? Grace is given to us by God freely. We don't have to work for it. We don't have to do anything to impress God, to receive God's grace. God has given us his grace freely through Jesus Christ. We don't have to go out and earn it. We often fall short of not recognizing God's grace in life's challenging situations such as sickness and or death. And if we are honest, we will admit that our faith sometimes falters in times of crisis as well. Finding God's grace when I heard the word cancer was not easy because my faith faltered for a while. I'm going to be honest. It did falter for a while. But that's where your prayer warriors come in. Minister Van is one of my prayer warriors, and I don't know if she's online because right now my great prayer warrior is battling, but believe it or not, but she said she was going to try to tune in, and that is the Reverend Deborah Camper. She's one of my prayer warriors. Call on your prayer warriors. You need prayer warriors, especially when you are faltering on your faith. They can help you. Um, stay prayed up. They can help you stay strong. One of my prayer warriors reminded me of the scripture in 2 Corinthians 12 that says, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. We have to always remember that Christ went to the cross for us. So when we're going through what we consider uh, huge challenges, we have to remind ourselves of the pain and suffering that Christ took to the cross for us. And it gave us so much grace freely from God. Have I had some valley experiences? I call them valley experiences. Yes, I still have valley experiences because with all three of these cancers, I'm still having to go back and forth to the different specialists and follow up with different exams to see where things are. So what is a valley experience or what is my valley experience? My valley experience is when I'm faltering on my faith, when I'm feeling like, Lord, I just can't do this by myself. Lord, I just need you to prop me up, hold me up. I wake up and I decide I'm just going to stay in the valley. So what do I do? I don't brush my teeth. I don't take a shower. I don't even comb my hair. It's me and the remote control. But I've learned that the will of God will never take you where the grace of God will not protect you. So even when I'm down in the valley, feeling at my lowest, I know that God is still there to protect me. Sometimes you have to get up under that wing of God. I was reading in, um, in my daily bread uh, about David and getting up under the wing of God sometimes when, you, when you're feeling that you, you just need God's protection. 
with prayer and my faith in God, I have learned I can grow through what I go through. And as you continue to grow in your faith and as you continue to pray to God um, and you continue to recognize God's grace, God's grace was with me through all three of these cancers. But I had to stop at some points and really take a look at how God was gracing me, how he was giving me his grace. He was surrounding me with his grace because sometimes you feel like you're abandoned. We just have to be honest about how we feel sometimes. I'm here to tell you today that it's all short-lived because the closer you get to God and the more you recognize God's grace in your life, I, I do something that um, the firemen always tell you if you catch on fire. When the firemen tell you when you catch on fire, they say you should stop, drop, and roll. Well, I translated that into when I'm feeling at my lowest, I need to stop, drop down into the spirit, and pray and roll around down in that spirit with God. So you stop, you drop, and roll around with the spirit. And I guarantee you that God will bring you through. He'll bring you out. I want to close with a poem. Uh, Minister Van uh, mentioned that I like to write poetry. And this is a poem that I wrote some time ago. But I read it a lot because it sort of reminds me of where Christ is in my life. It's called AKA. So that's an acronym, also known as. And it reads as such. He's AKA, the lily of the valley. When I find myself in the valley of despair, When my world is filled with strife, he picks me up and fortifies my life. He's my lily of the valley. He's a.k.a. the rose of Sharon. When I can only smell the stench of my sorrow, he fills my nostrils with the sweet smell of hope for a better tomorrow. He's my rose of Sharon. He's a.k.a. a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When my thoughts and actions are spinning out of control, He sets my feet on solid ground and refines my soul. He's my wheel in the middle of my wheel. He's a.k.a. the bright and morning star. When darkness overshadows my pathway, he casts light turning my midnight into day. He's my bright and morning star. He's a.k.a. Emmanuel, the Prince of Peace. When I find myself lonely and feeling blue, He's always there to carry me through. That's why he's my Emmanuel, God with you. In case you haven't figured out who he is, he's Jesus, the divine, my vine, who enables me to bear much fruit, and without him I can do nothing. Peace. And then I'd like to also close with a song. It's just a short tune that we sing at my church after uh, the opening prayer every Sunday, and I walk around the house and sing it practically every day, every moment of the day. It's, it's, it's not difficult to learn. So I just want to give you a little piece of it, and hopefully it might be something that you find useful as you go through trials and tribulations. And it goes like this. God is here. God is here, no need to worry, 
Cause God is here. Don't you fear. He'll wipe your tears. No need to worry. Cause God is here. I hope someone has been blessed by my story. Again, I thank Minister Van for giving me this opportunity to share my story on this broadcast. And if anyone has any questions that you would like to ask me, um, I believe, Minister Van, and you can chime in. I think you told me that they can dial in. Uh, if there are no questions, I'm going to turn this back over to Minister Van. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, um, toward the end, um, I'll let them know when if someone wants to call in. They can certainly do that. Sister okay. Linda, time, I hear your story. I am blessed. You have a story. Each of us has a story, whether we tell it or not. But I thank God for you, for your willingness to encourage others through your story, through your songs, through your testimony, because you have a story that must be told. You shared with me that you, um, when you would talk to your pastor, he said, that's your story to tell, and it is. And when I yeah. heard your story, I was like, God, I've got to, I was thinking about my next broadcast, which was tonight. I've got to give her all, because only God knows who's listening. Only God knows who needs to hear from you. A three-time, yeah. yeah. three-type cancer survivor and you're still smiling. I picked up several nuggets yeah. you mentioned. I love stop, drop, and roll around with the spirit. That's a nugget. I love it. Stop and roll around in the spirit. You talk so much about God's grace, God's grace, unmerited favor. I love your AKA. You know we've got to get your, your poems published, right? Yes, thank you. I, mean, <laughs> I love when you talked about you were so real and raw with us. You talked about your valley experience. You know, even in the midst of knowing that God is God and he can do whatever he wants to do, we do sometimes get in a slump. And you shared that. And the fact that you shared that, I believe, would they care of someone else too. I just enjoy that so Amen. much. You talked, about, you talked about the will in the middle of the will. You shared so many things, and I'm glad that this – for all that are listening, this will be recorded. So if you know of anyone that needs to come back and listen to this, they can tune in to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. They can send Thank a text um, or a message to the station, uh, and, and we'll give you more information about that in a little bit. Um, and we certainly can share that information with us, with, with you. I want to remind everyone of a couple of scriptures on hope. Um, let me again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, nobody leave yet. If thank you. Will, you. Because, um, thank you, God bless you. We always like to um, close out, which we're not doing it to about a little bit, uh, with the plan of salvation. We do not want to assume, we do not want to assume that everybody knows who we're talking about, who we're giving the honor and the glory and the praise to. And so we Amen. want to make sure we do that. But I want you to jot down a couple of scriptures that you can meditate on as far as hope. I gave you the, the beginning scripture, which was Psalm 42, 5 and 42, 11. Repeat it, repeat the same. It also repeats in Psalm 43. Um, if you jot down Psalm 38 and 15, 
For in thee, O Lord, do I hope thou would hear, O Lord my God. Psalm 39, 7. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. One more scriptural hope. Psalms Amen. 119, mm-hmm. 114 and 116. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Uphold me according unto thy word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. I want to encourage everyone that God is powerful. He is so powerful. We cannot ever forget how powerful he is. And he's able and willing to do whatever he wants to do whenever he wants to do it. God, who created you in his own image, said, let there be light. And there was light. Be encouraged Amen. and know that God is still God. He is the one who is to be exalted among the heathen. He is the one who is to be exalted in the earth. He is the almighty God who can bring peace. Who but God can bring, bring peace into any situation? For he is the one who can bring life to any dead situation. And get this, this is the same God who has not forgotten you, regardless of what you may be going through this evening. God knows all about you, just like he knew all about our sister Linda. Linda has gone through so much, and she shared so much. And I go back and I think about um, when she um, lost her sons and how God brought her through that and, and her mom and so many others. And yet she's still keeping on, keeping on here to encourage someone else. Um, God wants you to trust him. He wants you to cling to hope. Your hope should be built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and righteousness. Have you forgot what God already did for you? Don't ever forget what he's already done for you. Be encouraged and know that God has not, nor will he ever forget you. So when the enemy talks to you and tries to convince you, that God doesn't love you, just know that he does. The enemy is Amen. a liar. He is a liar. He's already defeated. No weapon formed against you, my sister, is going to prosper. You shall live Amen. and not die. You are the head and not the tail. You are a warrior. And get this, a warrior with Christ always wins. Be encouraged and know that God loves you so much. When it seems that all hope is gone, are you yet holding on to his promises? Are you yet holding on to his promises? You place your timetable on God, and if it doesn't quite happen when you expect it to, then you feel like you might want to give up. Um, there is so many uh, scriptures on hope, but if you meditate on those that have already given you, and just spend time with God. How do you get to know God by getting to know his word. Just remember your breakthrough. Your breakthrough was just around the corner and you fainted. Don't let this be your story. Be encouraged. God is faithful. He has not forgotten you. Hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering. Sometimes you need to encourage yourself, just like our opening scripture says, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the help of my countenance and my God. Now, I want to give a plan of salvation to those who may not know him. Um, Before I do that, I want to tell everyone who's listening, if you want to call in, 
You need to press 1. Don't do it just yet, but you need to press 1 when you call. Okay? Um, but I want to go ahead and, and, and close by saying that if you're not giving your life over to Jesus Christ, you won't understand much about what Linda and I are sharing with you tonight. It was probably foreign to you to say you're going through a lot of stuff, and particularly what she's gone through, and yet she's still standing. She can do this because of God's grace. She talked about God's grace so much. But you've got to know that. Stand on Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Amen. and all other things will follow. Not only that, your eternal life will not be with Jesus unless you do what you need to do and accept him into your heart. So right now, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I need you to continue listening right now. Continue listening right now. You know, 1 Corinthians 15, 19 says, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. If this is all we had to look forward to with everything that's going on in the world today with wars and rumors of wars, if this was it, how sad. But because we can have hope in Christ, and for those of us who have put our hope in Christ, this is not the end. This is not the end. This is not yeah. the end. Romans 6.33 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ mm. our Lord. Revelation 20, chapter 14th and the 15th verse, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. But there's some good news, y'all. Romans 10, 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You need to admit that you are a sinner, according to Romans 3, 10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. You need to be willing to turn from your sin, that's to repent. And you need to believe that Jesus Christ, oh, my Savior, died for you, was buried, and rose from the dead. Romans 10, 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Through prayer, right now, right where you are right now, you can invite Jesus into your life to become your personal Savior. For Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever... I thank God I'm a whosoever. What about you? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So mm-hmm. if you have not confessed Jesus is Lord, you can pray this prayer with me right now. Just feel it from the heart, not just from your mouth, because God knows the heart. Man looks on the outside appearance, but God knows mm-hmm. the heart. So if you mm-hmm. repeat this prayer, and for those of us who are saved, you can repeat it out loud. If you're with someone that's, that's or if you're in the room with someone, and maybe it encourage them, but it's okay if you repeat it as well. Dear God, I'm a sinner, and I need forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died for my sins. I am willing to turn from sin. I now invite Christ to come into my heart and my life as my personal Savior. Yes. If you did that from your heart, you didn't jump over in the pews, you didn't 
yell and run around all, but you did this sincerely from your heart. If you trusted yeah. Jesus as your personal Savior, guess what? You have just begun a wonderful new life in him. Now, mm. get, a, get a Bible. Read it daily to get to know him for yourself. Talk to God yes. in prayer every day. You don't need to use mm-hmm. any fancy words or anything. He knows. Then join a local church where you can get baptized in worship and fellowship in a local church where Christ is preached. We get strength from each other. We get strength from our yes. brothers and sisters. And don't forget, spread the good news and yes. tell someone else about Jesus. Tell someone else about Jesus. I want to yes. pray, but then I'm going to open up the lines. Okay, I'm going to pray um, for anyone who may need healing tonight. We know he is the doctor of all doctors. Regardless of the diagnosis you may have, have received, our hope is in Jesus. Heavenly Father, yes. we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your word that's gone out tonight. You promised us that when it went out, it would not return until you bore. And we thank you, Lord, for that. We thank you for everyone who received your word, Lord God. We thank you for that, Lord God. We ask right now, Father, that you know each and every person that's listening, Lord God. Lord, we ask that if there's a need for um, healing, Lord God, that you would touch a special anointing in the name of Jesus, that you, Lord God, our doctor of all doctors, Lord God, that you, Lord God, we believe, Lord God, there's healing in the room right now, Father. So as we reach out to you, Lord God, we claim healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for those who may be going through emotional turmoil, financial situations, or family division or whatever. We know you're not the author of confusion. You're not the author of division. You said where there's unity, there's strength. We thank you for that right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we count it all done, Lord God, that you are so faithful, Lord God, so worthy, Lord God, that your grace and your mercy is already gone forth, Lord God, and we stand on your promises right now in the name of Jesus. We claim all these things right now in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. 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 Well, I hope you've enjoyed that. We do have a few minutes, so if there's anyone who wants to call, do you want to speak to Sister Linda, um, you can do that. You can have to press 1 when you call in. We don't have too much time, and we won't hold the line open too long. So if you want to call in, please feel free to do so at this time. Amen. Amen. couple more minutes. I can't tell if someone's calling in now. I'm going to have to call on Reverend Ray to see if the lines are open. If not, we're not going to hold everyone. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. So I just wanted to say, um, you know, Linda, for the for the part of your testimony that I heard, it was great. And the one thing that, you know, I appreciate your being real because you mentioned about how um, some some days you would get up and you you were in the valley and you just decided that you were going to stay in that valley. <laughs> and then <laughs> being in that valley, you decided you weren't going to brush your teeth, you weren't going to do, you were going to stay in that valley. And I think a lot of times um, a lot of Christians, you know, they walk around with this strong face and think that, 
you know, they're not supposed to have this emotion or that emotion and that they're always going to have faith and they're always going to be happy and excited and, you know, they forget to, to, to mention that, wait a minute, I'm going to go through certain things, certain things in life are going to affect me, and I am going to be in a valley. I am going to be a little depressed. I am going to be a little down. And I think because a lot of the um, the church realm, they, they push, push, push that you're supposed to be this way, you're supposed to be that way, you're supposed to be this way that it doesn't allow Christians to really identify with what they're actually feeling and how they're feeling, and then at the same time realizing that you can give that feeling over to the Lord and ask the Lord to bring you up out of that state. So I really appreciate you being real and, and just, you know, expressing those valley days that you went through when you were going through your uh, trials with cancer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and, I, and I'm I'm glad I shared that, and that's why you need your prayer warriors because um, even when I'm in the valley, sometimes I'll call one of my prayer warriors and I say, I say I'm I'm down in the valley today, and I'm not coming out right now, so just pray for me. And so you do need some prayer warriors, and and you need to be close to someone who recognizes sometimes you need help coming out of the valley. You need God's help, and God also anoints people who are professional, who might need to help Amen. you come out of the valley also, Amen. because God knows that we are in the flesh, and that Amen. sometimes our flesh gets so weak that we can't we can't make it out by ourselves, and we need to call on people that God has already blessed and ordained to help us come out of those valley experiences, so that we can we can get back to God again. Uh, I hear people sometimes say, I'm coming back to church when I get through this. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to come back to church until until I get through this crisis. Well, that's the time you need to try to get closer to God. Don't stop coming to church. Don't stop praying. But sometimes people feel like they have to just stop everything and, and pick up after they've uh, going through it, and sometimes God just waiting for you to ask for His grace. Invite me in. Amen. God says, "Invite me in." Amen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank. You. I think that was my sister, uh, sister Renee. We just heard from. Um, when in, if you when you call in, you have to dial the last four digits will be six one three one. So that's six four six four seven eight six one three one. And please announce yourself when you call in. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else? Y'all don't want to hear me start singing, do you? <laughs> Van, this is another song that I, I I walk I sing a lot around the house, but I love this is a and I sing a lot of the old hymns. Uh, uh-huh. This is one that Lord keep me day by day, and it goes, Lord keep me day by day. In a pure and perfect way, I want to live, I want to live in a building not made by hand. So that's enough one that keeps me. Then I just say, Lord, keep me day by day. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, is there anyone else? Lord, I thank you for keeping us day by day. 
I do thank you. Okay, I think we had a caller, but they hung up. So we're going to go ahead and close out because we want to be sensitive to everyone's time. Um, Linda, okay. thank you. Sister Linda, thank you again. Thank you so much. As I've shared with you personally Hello. and um, publicly, you have encouraged my soul. You've blessed me so much. And I know. Somebody, I don't somebody's have, on the I, line, I, I think, Dan. Okay. Someone's on the line? Yes, thank you. I just first of all want to say good evening. I thank God for this opportunity to be able to share um, my very good friend's testimony as she gives it. My name is Deborah. Um, I have a little cold, so I can't talk very long. Of course, she didn't want me to do that anyway. But I just <laughs> want to um, personally thank Linda because Linda has been an example really for all women. Yes, we always go through stuff. Life is all about ups and downs. It ain't all about sweet and honey. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so when you go down, if you don't know the Lord, you're going to be down. And that's the yeah. honest, goodness, truth. But many times I've talked to Linda, and she talks about her prayer life, her meditations that she does uh, to keep her up. And um, Linda, you know I always call you my sister friend, and I am proud of you because if you didn't have the kind of faith that you have, you wouldn't be on this air. Also, I know that the sickness, the physical sickness that you have experienced in your life is not telling the whole story because there are other stories in your life that through God's grace and mercy, You've been able to overcome. And so uh, you just keep your faith, girl. Keep your head up. If y'all don't know Linda, she likes to dress. And so (laughs) when you see her, she's going to have her head up, and she's going to be looking sporty. But it's not a fake thing, if you know what I mean. If she knows that somebody needs something, she makes sure that they get it. And so Linda... Your friend. Love Thank you, girl. Take care. God Love bless you. you. Love Thank you and friends that you. your body gets healed. Thank Amen. you, darling. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. God bless you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's good to have friends, a true friend, true sister. What a blessing. Yes. What a blessing. Yes, yes it is. What Praise God. Yes. All right. Um, just Thinking that's it. So we are going to close um, close this this broadcast, this podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you um, who were able to call in tonight. And please don't keep this to yourself. This broadcast podcast has been recorded, and others can tune in and listen to it at any time after tonight. Thank you, Reverend Ray, our host, our founder. We love you so much. We God bless you. Let us pray. Lord God, we just thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God. We just lift up holy hands to you right now and give you the honor, the glory, and the praise, Father, because you and you alone are so worthy, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being so real with us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can come to you, Lord God, just as we are, Lord God, any time of the day or night, Lord. We claim victory in all areas right now. I thank you, Lord God, for all those who were able to call in, Lord God. I ask a special blessing upon their lives. 
right now in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ask for protection as they go throughout the day, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that they will be able to use an opportunity to encourage and speak to someone else that may feel like they are hopeless, but that there is hope through Christ Jesus. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise because it all belongs to you. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. 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 Until the next time. Until the next time. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.